Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Love Letters by Sasha K. It's been a little bit. I'm just coming to you guys straight, jumping right on in. First of all, I want to give God the glory, the honor, and the praise, because his name is worthy to be praised. And you know, if you follow me, <clears throat> you're definitely going to have to be praising God, because that's what I do. So let's start this off with a prayer. Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are, who you've been, and the things that you've done in our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for the vision that you have given us, and even things you've hidden from our vision, O oh God. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that you know exactly when to tell us when to go and when to stay, Lord God. We thank you, O oh Lord, for aligning your desires and our desires together so that your will can be manifested in our lives for your glory. Lord, we give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor on this morning, on this evening, on this afternoon, wherever anyone is uh, listening to from. Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you, O oh God, for your healing touch. We thank you, Lord God, that you're able to do the impossible things. We thank you, Lord God, that your names mean everything that we need. Your character is everything that we need and have in and through you. We thank you, Lord God, for the things that we have and the things that are soon yet to become our possession, O oh God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for love. We thank you, Lord God, for peace and kindness and every good thing in the earth, O oh God, that you've planted here to show forth your presence and your existence. Lord, we thank you for the wind that's blowing. We thank you for the waves of the ocean. We thank you for the moon in the sky. We thank you for holding everything together and keeping us in balance, even if we feel out of balance, Lord. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you, even if we don't even know what else to thank you for. We thank you. But most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who came down and died on the cross for our sins, that we may have eternal life, which is the greatest reward. That if we believe upon him, we would have everlasting life. We thank you for your great sacrifice. We thank you for your sacrifice of love and your testimony, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God, you guys. I, um, I wanted to just come on and just give a word from my heart. <clears throat> I want to talk about God's timing, God's movement, God's love, God's timing, God's movement, and God's love. We sometimes know and have a knowing that God's timing is nigh. Anything that he's doing is shown forth in the atmosphere. Sometimes we've got to pay attention to the wind and the waves and the direction of which he is going. Sometimes he's telling you to move. Sometimes he's telling you to stand still. Sometimes he's telling you you will move. And in his infinite love, he devises the time. Why do I call it infinite love? It's because he always shows up on time. Never too soon. Never too late. Just on time. Right on time. If he knows that what he plans is going to be at 8 o'clock, 8 
a.m. on Saturday morning, then that is the exact time that he will move. And it is because it is already preset. It is predestined that time. Even prior to you being born, this is biblical, he already knew you. He'd already ordered your steps. And so that's the reason why he can't be too late and he can't be too early because he already predestined the time of your move, the time of your marriage, the time of your breakthrough, the time of your deliverance, the time that you will stay in the wilderness, the time of you being in your sin, the time. He knows the time. And it's his infinite love that handcrafted you and made you from the start. He knows what time it is. Because, see, he operates outside of time. Where God is, there is no time at all. But he comes and he oper- He operates in- He operates outside of time, but his hands operate in time. He causes things to happen in time. He turns situations around in time, on time. Never too late, never too early, but right on time. The movements of God are something that we have to really pay attention to. Oftentimes, his moves, like I said, are at, you can feel it in the atmosphere. You can feel it around you. You can feel it in your territory. You can feel it in your lane. You know that something is coming. Something is coming. Rather, it's good. Rather, it's bad. Rather, it's a battle. You can feel and sense it within yourself. You can sense within yourself when you know there's a breakthrough coming. You can sense within yourself when you know that victory is coming. You can sense within yourself to know when God is shifting things around. And you notice when you step outside and the winds and the waves are just blowing in all different directions. And the seasons are changing. And the different things that God is doing is causing things to somehow come together his love does that too why god is love everything he does is rooted in love that's why i said his love his movement his time all of it is love whenever you read a book some people do read it from the end to the beginning but he knows your beginning and your end your end and your beginning so he knows what time it is for you. Oftentimes we want to move outside of timing. And the reason why is because the closer we get to a due date of birthing forth whatever the promises or whatever the things that God has called us to do or whatever it is, you feel that pressure. You feel that that intense pressure. You are ready to get what's on the inside of you out of you. You've been carrying it for so long. You've been holding it for so long. You've been walking around with it for so long and you're ready to just come on. Let's go ahead and push this thing out so I can alleviate the amount of pressure that I feel as I'm getting closer to the time. As I'm getting closer to the time of the manifestation as I'm getting closer to the time of bringing this thing into fruition as I'm getting closer to the time of birthing these things are getting heavy and I'm feeling the pressure because the higher up you go when God is getting ready to even elevate you you feel the pressure against the matter and gravity of time as you are 
elevated as you go higher. There's a difference in the level of gravity in the atmosphere. But I want to let you know that in the midst of you waiting, in the midst of you standing still, in the midst of you trusting in God, you can rest assured to know that whatever it is that is coming forth, whatever it is that is being birthed, whenever it is that the move shall take place, whenever it is that the breakthrough and the deliverance shall happen, it shall surely happen. It shall surely happen. One reason is that God's word cannot return back to him empty. It cannot return back to him with no result. It cannot return back. He cannot take back his word that he has sent forth. Because when he makes any promise, when he says that anything shall take place, it is so. The pressure again, sometimes that pressure, ooh, it'll have you just like rocking back and forth. It'll have you just like, ugh, I'm so ready, I'm so tired, I'm so, I'm so exhausted now. I've, I've, I've done all I can do. I've, I've, I've been everywhere I can go. I've did everything, and God tells you, just stand still. Sometimes the test is a testing of your faith to see how much you really have leveled up in trusting that God will do what he said he will do. Well, let me give you some pointers as I go along. One, if you're driving to a destination and it's a three-hour drive, you're not going to get there in one hour. You're not going to get there in an hour and 45 minutes. And you're not going to get there in two hours. Not even two hours. And 35 or 45 minutes. It's going to be three hours. Why? Because your destination is waiting for you. There's no way you can move the destination. Even if you were to stop after the second hour to go to the bathroom and go get you some refreshments at the same time time wherever that place is or wherever that destination is it's always there it's there waiting for you to arrive that's the same thing about God's timing it's always there it's it's there's no way that you can't meet that timing because it's predestined predestined it's already set it's set time for you to be on time to manifest that which he has given you for his glory and everything he does is for his glory he's not tampering with that i don't care if you feel like you was on the backside of the desert for four and five years it could have been 30 and 50 years but at the right time because he already has it set when you're giving birth, when you're going to manifest, when that breakthrough is to take place, when that deliverance is coming, at the right time, on time, never early, never late, just on time. Sometimes people say, I was just about to give up, and then God showed up. Why do you ever wonder why God waits so long? 
Well, quite often, there are things that even prior to that timing, outside of time, when he predestined that time, he knew he had some things he was also working out. Sometimes, and this is what I get, sometimes it's not that God is working, but he has already worked. That's why he tells you not to worry, because you don't have to figure out what God has already worked out, because everything that is already set is set in place for a time. He already set it in place. He already knew the time. He worked on it before you were formed in your mother's womb. Those quiet times. Those times when you're to yourself. Those times when people come around. Those times when people leave. Those times when people are um, drawn to you. Those times when no longer do you have those same friends. Those times when things change. Those times when, when scripts get flipped. Those times when God is moving you into a different location or destination. Those times when it's time to pack. The times when it's time to settle down. The times when it's time to grieve. The times when it's time to pour out. The times when it's time to withhold. The times when it's time to relax and rest. The times when it's time to spend that time in deeper fellowship with God. The times when it's time to move forward. The times when it's time to leave something behind. The time when it's time to pick something up. The time when it's time to go back and do what you should have did before. There's a time for everything under the sun. You can find that in Ecclesiastes in the Bible. There's a time for everything. But everything, rather good or bad in your life, has a time. You have the will to step outside and run your race before the time. But ultimately, either it will be something to your demise, or it will just set you right back in the position where you have to still wait on the time. So, at the end of the day, trusting God's timing should never really be a struggle for us because, again, it's all predestined. He already knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb before you were placed there. He knew you. He knew your ins and your outs. He knew what you were all about. He knew who you were, what you were, what you do, what time you do, what you do, when you slip, when you fall, when you would make mistakes, when you would get pregnant early, when you would drop out of high school, when you would be on drugs, when you would be introduced to pornography, when you would be molested, and when you would be disrespected, when you would be put out, shut out, locked out, when you would be homeless, when you, he knew when you were going to receive victory, he knew what day that phone call was going to come that changed your life, he knew what time that check was going to hit your account, he knew what time he was going to bring you out, he knew what times you needed his grace and his mercy, he knows the amount of tears you would cry over your whole lifespan, mm. 
He knows the numbers of hairs on your very head. Why do I say all of this? Because the revelation of the Holy Spirit that he has given unto me is that God's timing and perfection are the same. God's timing and perfection are the same. It's already written. Your story is already written. It was already written before you even got here. Before you were even formed. It is already written. And it's his love that does it ahead of time. It's his love that loves you before you even get to the destination of your feet being set upon the earth or being formed in your mother's belly. He loves you so much that he knows you. He already knew. He already knew. That's why he says, just come unto me. Come unto me. Nothing can surprise him. He set things in place. And it is the good and the bad. He knew when your grandfather was going to pass away. He knew when you would lose your child. He knew when you would break your leg. He knew when you were going to cry all through the night. He already knew. Your steps are ordered. And they're ordered in the sequences of the time. And so, we thank God for his timing. We thank God that he already knows. There's nothing more for us to do. There's nothing more for us to do than to trust in him. What he asks of us is always the most lightest thing. But it seems so hard to us because we are spirit beings wrapped in flesh and the flesh has its own mind. The spirit oftentimes can be willing and the flesh can be weak. Mm -hmm. Why can't I trust you? Why can't I just believe you? Why? Because there's a battle going on between your mind, your flesh, your spirit, your will, your emotions, everything. That is why it is important to put those things under the subjection of God on a daily basis. It does not mean that you won't feel things. It does not mean that you won't. But it does mean that you're giving it to Him. Because your desire is to walk in complete, utter trust of what it is that He wants to do in your life. Yielding to His predestinship in your life because it is not his plan to destroy you it is his plan to give you a hope and an expected end we can't trust in each other we can't even trust in ourselves we let ourselves down but when it comes to God he will never let us down he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Neither will he leave you begging for bread. What you need, he supplies. 
things and in the fullness the fullness of time things are brought to fruition in the fullness of time the very thing that you stood waiting for will come about but in the time of your wait should be the closest time you spend with him even more because there's much more to gain than that which you're just waiting for. Along the way, you're gaining knowledge. Along the way, you're being downloaded with His love. Along the way, you're being downloaded with more of Him. Along the way, you're learning more things about your identity that's found through Christ. Along the way, you're learning and you're growing and you're maturing. And your maturation process is just taking effect. Because the fullness of time matters to God. Manifests His glory in so many different ways. And He will do everything that He said that He's going to do. You just have to enjoy the journey. Because along the road, as you're doing that three-hour mile, that three-day trip, you already know that as you're along, going along the way, there are things that take place before you get there. And those things are necessary. So that when you reach your destination, you can say, we're here. And guess what? Get there on time. Even if you're late, you're on time. Even if you're early, you're on time. Because <laughs> you made it to your destination. Amen. So we thank God for his love, his timing. We thank God for every single thing that he has predestined for us. We thank God for every single thing that he is doing. And we give him the glory and praise and honor because it's already done. It's already done. And your best thing that you can do is to gracefully wait. Enjoy the journey. Draw close to him. Love on him. Expect him to show up. Watch. Wait. And thank God for his timing. He may not come when you want him to come. But he's going to always be on time. And when that pressure gets a little too heavy, give it to him. Give it to him, Lord. Take this from me. Take this pressure, Lord God. Help me. And if I have to carry it, give me the strength to do so. Help me to realize that I have the strength to carry it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And he will do just that. Glory to God. I thank you for listening and I just pray that um, this has helped you as it also has helped me as I minister to you. I also minister even unto myself. May the glory of God follow you and may his face shine down upon you and be blessed. Have a good one.